0: Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, midday show with Andy and Randy with you here on a hump day Wednesday, 20 minutes away from uh, Brian Gebhardt, big deal, small deal, no deal. Wednesdays at 1220, though, mean Brian Baldinger joins us. He's our Odyssey NFL insider, and as always, brought to you by driveway.com. If you're looking for a car, go to driveway.com, where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, get it delivered. Brian's also the host of the Odyssey original podcast, In the Huddle, with Jason LaConfora and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Baldy, how what are up, you? Baldy?
1: Andy, Randy, gonna be with you guys, man.
0: How you all doing? Doing great. Good, do, good. do we hear it uh, correctly? Are you you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be here? You're gonna be here this weekend for yes. the Falcons and Chargers? Yeah, I'm, I'm coming to the ATL. The 404. You bet. I'm looking forward to it. That's great, man. We can't uh, we can't wait, and we'll obviously get into that game as we go along. I want to start here with a, with a trade deadline question, though. This is big picture. Why do you feel like there's so many more trades now than there used to be? It's so much more active than it was in the past.
1: Well, I think, you know, some of these contracts are contracts that teams don't want to, you know, continue to carry with, you know, new changes and, um, you know, teams and organizations, whether it's general managers, coaches, it could be just bad fits. Like, I know a a couple of the situations where, you know, they just wanted to get the guy out of the building, you know, it just wasn't a good fit for what they're trying to do. And so I think that's, that's a part of it. And then some of it is, these teams, you know, they see how you got to rebuild in this business and you do it with assets and chips and, um, you know, extra draft picks. And so if you can get picks for players, even if they're good players, as you try to build, that's kind of the way in the model that teams
2: are choosing to do it with. Well, the last weekend, did the Falcons win the game or did the Panthers lose that game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I think –
1: I think the Falcons lost the game. I mean, 62 <laughs> yards over your head um, yeah. like that. Uh, and then, you know, to see him, you know, kind of get the, the personal foul at the end, which was kind of a stupid call to me. I mean, I know there's a rule, Randy, but I, I just don't think you could throw the flag in that situation. Uh, so I would say that the, uh, the Falcons, uh, I don't know, they, they just benefited by everything that happened, but they lost the game. Crazy game. Yes,
0: we'll take it. Obviously, uh, I yeah, know. I know that you did Sometimes a. Uh, need that. Yeah, that's right. No, no such thing as ugly wins. Only ugly games. Yep, yep. Um. I, I saw you did a Mariota breakdown earlier this week. Uh, I would encourage people to go check it out on Baldy's Twitter. Um. But what what did you uh, what stood out to you about watching Mariota's play against uh, Carolina?
1: Well, I mean, you know, I mean, just the plays at the end, and then the play in overtime. You know, the scramble looked like he was still, you know, going to run for the Heisman Trophy. Um, you know, put him in position to win the game. Yeah, I think he came up big when they had to. And you know, you can't you can't foresee the 62 yarder to, in response in the last 23 seconds to tie it up. But you know, he made all the plays to take him down the field. You know, in order to uh, to win that game. And sometimes, you know, guys are just gamers. And I thought he was a gamer in that in that situation to put the Falcons in position. It wasn't their best game by far defensively. But I thought he he did everything he had to do in order to give him a chance to win it.
0: Is he better on the move?
1: Is he better when he's making
0: plays happen than he is in the pocket?
1: I think so. I mean, I I think that's always been his calling card. He's been a good athlete. Um, And I think on the move, I think he... I think, you know, his mechanics aren't always the best. You know, we can see that. Uh, The way that he throws the ball, that's not going to change. But I do think on the move, like he... He knows where to, you know, the ball goes where he wants it to go for the most part. And, you know, look, I mean, Pitts and Drake, they have tremendous, you know, uh, range, you know, to catch a ball. He doesn't have to be perfect with those kind of guys. So, but even to Zacarias that, you know, the couple of throws that he made, I thought, uh, I think on the move, he looks better to me at times. Mm-hmm.
2: But every year the Chargers are always one of, the, on paper one of the most talented teams in the league. It always seems to underachieve. Now, they got a superstar quarterback, and we know they're banged up. How did the Falcons go about attacking this team offensively and defensively?
1: Well, I think, you know, I mean, people say that, Randy. It's true, except they've lost a lot of key players. Right. I mean, J.C. Jackson's done for the year. Rashawn Slater was as good as anybody at left tackle as a rookie he's done for the year. So, I think they – you know, Keenan Allen is back now, but he was, he missed, I don't know, six weeks, got hurt in the opener. So, uh, you know, they've been without a lot of key guys, the whole receiving core in the last game that they played was, was injured, uh, in their game against Seattle. So, you know, they're going to get all those guys back, but, um, you know, they, they can't run the ball, Randy at all. They're a very one dimensional team. A couple weeks ago, you know, Herbert dropped back 57 times to throw it. Um, and they needed every one of those throws. So, they look very one-dimensional to me. I don't know how well they protect Herbert, but he's, he's like their max protection. He's a hard guy to get to the ground. He might be the least sack quarterback in the league right now. I don't have all the stats in front of me, Randy. But, you know, I mean, he's a hard guy to get down to the ground because of his mobility and his ability just to, you know, buy time to make throws. So they're a dangerous team in that because of him. You know, like he can keep every play alive. But they're pretty one-dimensional. They give up more 50-yard runs. Than anybody in this league right now it's like five of them so far this year <laughs> so they, they look like they still suffer from the same maladies that have always suffered from brian
0: baldinger joining us here on the midday show with andy and randy our odyssey nfl insider check him out on twitter as well at baldy nfl where that Mariota breakdown is as well as a breakdown of Taquan graham um of all of the moves that were made over the last week leading into the deadline which, which guy that moved do you think will ultimately have the biggest impact on the remainder of the season
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, you know, people think it's like free agency, you know, and I I mean, like the designated hitter in baseball, you know, you gotta, you gotta learn the offense. You gotta find your role. You gotta figure out how they're going to use you. Um, you know, the biggest impact player that changed teams, not just yesterday, but over the last two weeks was Christian McCaffrey. He's just a natural fit in San Francisco. And we all saw it last Sunday. You know, in in how they came back against the Rams and his role, like I, you know, I think that is going to be even everything that happened yesterday, Andy. I think that's going to be the biggest impact of any player changing teams is going to be McCaffrey because he's a, he's been in a bad organization, a bad team since he got into this league, and now he's on one of the elite organizations with a great team around
2: him, and they know how to use him. So I think he's going to have the biggest impact. Hey, Balda, what did you think about the Roquan trade for him going to, uh, to uh, Baltimore and then also the, 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 uh, the Claypool trade to the Bears? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line well
1: i think i don't know what chicago's doing like raquan <laughs> is just an elite player right like he's the best player on the whole team and you can't find those guys you know he's a, he, and, and he's he's not just making tackles but he's intercepting the ball he's recovering fumbles. I mean, he's the playmaking middle linebacker that, and then to see him shipped out to Baltimore, which only makes the Ravens better is they kind of load up for postseason here. Um, and he will make their defense better. They got a coordinator will know how to use them. He adds speed to that defense. Anytime you add kind of speed to a defense, it makes the whole defense look faster. But the Claypool situation is he just seems like a limited player to me. Like, all right, I mean, is that, he's not a number one wide receiver. Right. He, he never will be. and so, But you're going to kind of make him to be the number one when you already have Darnell Mooney, who's kind of that guy. So I, it seemed like a bizarre um, trade for me. You know, he, he he had one good year, his rookie year in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, I think he had 11 or 12 touchdowns, but he's never come close to anything like that since.
0: Hey, Baldy, it looks like uh, Cordero Patterson is back at practice today. Hopefully he'll be able to go – on Sunday, so he missed the four games. Falcons went 2-2 two and two with him out. What did you notice that the offense was lacking without him there, and, and what do you think he's going to be able to add back into it if he's able to go on Sunday?
1: Well, I think Algier and Huntley have been really good, right. you know, in combination since he's been out. I mean, you can't deny the effectiveness. They're still running the ball pretty well. But I think what Cordell gives you is more home run hitting ability than, than either one of those guys. And then, you know, what he can do in the passing game, you know whether it's just screens or, or design, you know passes, or whatever. Like he's just a bigger threat. So I think they become a, a more explosive team when Cordero's in there if he's healthy and if he's ready to go against the Chargers and another guy to defend. But as far as just staying on schedule with the run game and all that, I think the two guys that I mentioned that we've all watched
2: have been really impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat him one time this year, but adding Bradley Chubb down there in Miami. Where do you put Miami as far as the pecking order in the in the uh, in the AFC?
1: Well, I mean, they're, look, they, they're the only team to beat Buffalo, and I think everybody kind of has Buffalo as the best team yeah. in this league. And so, you know, they've got that they've got that victory. It's going to help, I think. Jeffrey Wilson is a better player than than Edmonds, who they, they traded away. So they, they might be a little bit better. They haven't really been very good in the run game so far this year. I think that bothers Mike McDaniel a bunch. But I think Bradley Chubb, they're good defense. He hasn't not been a great player, um, but I think if you add him to Jalen Phillips, add him to, you know, Agba down there, uh, Emmanuel Ogba, like they, they have more got more more ways to get to the quarterback right now and to pressure a quarterback like Josh Allen uh, when they see him again. So he can only help. And it, it maybe just getting out of Denver, which is looks like a lost cause. Yeah. You know, maybe that will you know. Like, look, Randy, anybody that goes to Miami, uh, for any reason, like, life gets better. So, you know, um, I mean, sometimes the temptations are too great, but um, every chance I get to get to South Florida, I immediately get happier. So maybe you're just going to get a happier Bradley Chubb, you know, on a team that's winning right now. Baldy, we
0: appreciate, appreciate it, it Baldy. as always. Have uh, have safe right, travels, man. Right, yeah. Enjoy Atlanta on right, Sunday. Talk to you guys, right. Brian Baldinger. There, Odyssey NFL Insider. Check him out on Twitter at Baldy NFL. That's true. I mean, you're you're uh, you're Bradley Chubb. You're playing in Denver. Yeah. Things aren't going good this year. Now you get to move to Miami and play for a better football team. Yeah,